What's up, everybody? This your main man, Kel Breezy, back again on an episode of Kel's World. And on my road to WrestleMania, I will be doing some wrestler spotlights. And the light is shining bright on my all-time, hands-down favorite, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. That's who I'm going to start off with first, guys, on this road to WrestleMania. I don't It's not too many people I can really think of to start off a road to WrestleMania. Wrestler Spotlight. There's so many other guys I can choose, guys and girls I can choose from, but with Shawn Michaels being my favorite, he being Mr. WrestleMania, I might as well start off with him. Now, he started wrestling before 1987, but that's when he got signed to WWE with him and partner at the time, Martin Gennetti, when they were the Rockers. And they ended up getting fired because of their bad reputation and destroying hotel rooms and all that other stuff. But um, a year later, they got signed. 1998, they got resigned with the company because they just kept on working and showing why they're a great tag team, why WWE needed them around. So, yeah, but, man, by the time 1991 rolled around, Shawn Michaels, he, he was feeling like, you know what, I, I've done his tag team thing, but, you know, I really want to test the waters in the singles world. So, and he did, man. And you remember, guys, on that iconic episode on um, Brutus Beefcake's Barbershop episode talk show? Was Sean super kick marginated and threw his head through the glass window. And uh, yeah, that's that side that they was done. It, the, more, the Rockets were no more. Mm-hmm. But her brain, he's like, oh, look at Marty. He trying to get away from Sean Michael so bad because he's scared. He just jumped through the window. Uh, but yeah, I, oh, man, that was the beginning of Sean Michael's his, his run as a um, singles competitor. I mean, you saw him, he he worked his way up. And then next thing you know, he, um, that's when he pretty much picked up the moniker of Heartbreak Kid and, you know, Sensational Sherry became his manager. Where, you know, she was singing on his intro music, interest theme song and all that cool stuff. So, yeah, um, I mean, he got his like his first really major singles win, you know, for Tito Santana in the opening contest on WrestleMania 7. Woohoo! Go Sean! Yeah, 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 yeah. So they ain't, and it kind of almost put him like in, you know, contention for the Intercontinental Championship, which he ended up winning October 27, 1992. He beat the British Bulldog. But the, it wouldn't be aired until November 14th on Saturday night's main event broadcast. Yeah, a lot of WWE stuff was taped. So when we actually saw it, they had time to edit it and polish it up and fix it up. Kind of like what they do for um now, WWE does now for their um TV matches. A lot of their matches like their, you know, um like the Five Five Funhouse match, um the Boneyard match, and um Firefly Inferno match between Randy Orton and the thing, you know, they can edit it. It's not a live matches, edit it. They pre-recorded and they do a lot of different things so they can be more theatrical. So yeah, but Shawn Michaels won his first Intercontinental Championship against the British Bulldog. Woohoo, my man, Shawn Michaels! And guess what, man? A month later, he made event his very first pay-per-view, taking on then WWE Champion Bret the Hitman Hart at Survivor Series. Survivor Series with Bret and Shawn is. Something, isn't it? Something serious, special for them, I see. I mean, he lost to him, but hey, what the hell? Who cares? It's still a great freaking match. Um, Shawn Michaels came to 93 with a lot of momentum. Yeah, everybody knew Shawn was the future, man. He just, future just 
was written all over him. If you looked up at the time, Future Duty or WWF Superstar, it would have been a picture Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm not gonna dwell on all too much of that, but um. And then 1993, uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, um, he got the Intercontinental title back, but he had a new bodyguard, his buddy, Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool Diesel on June 6th. You know, things are going good for Shawn, but he got a little situation. Um, Shawn Michaels had problems. He gets suspended here and there. And then it got to a point where he got suspended, but he was still in the Carnival Champion. But he didn't want to bring the title back. Yeah, he got suspended for it. They were saying he was doing drugs, but he denied it. So he took the suspension for like six weeks. So, but he in the Carnival Champion. He's like, I'm not bringing the bill back. I'm not mailing it. It's my, I'm the champion. I haven't lost it. So they ended up having um, September 27th, like, Raw, you know. Razor Ramon won the championship by beating Rick Martel. So by the time that when Shawn Michaels came back before WrestleMania 10, ladder match. But in the, the crown, the undisputed intercontinental champion between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. And this, this ladder match at WrestleMania, people still talk about, people still say to this day, including myself, that this is by far one of their favorite ladder matches. It is because it, it was it set the bar, the standard for ladder matches before, you know, with Edge and Christians and Hardys and Dully Boy matches and stuff like that. But this was at that time, it really set the bar high for what a ladder match can be and should be in professional wrestling. Like I said, Sean lost the match, Razor won. It, it was no big deal, though, man. And in August of 94, Sean Michaels team with Diesel, they got the tag titles. But it's a Survivor Series. Um, Sean and Diesel split, and then two months later, in 1995, Sean Michaels would go on to win the Royal Rumble. This is the Royal Rumble match where Sean Michaels entered number one, and he won. This is reason we have the rule in Royal Rumble where both feet have touched the ground because of Sean Michaels. Because when Bulldog knocked on ropes, he was hanging on, but only one foot touched the ground. So Sean was eliminated. He get back in and Bulldog celebrating in the corner and then got knocked over the ropes by Sean and Sean won. But this time, at this time, Diesel is the WWF champion. So WrestleMania 11, they went at it, but Sean didn't win. Diesel won. But it's okay, though. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good because, like I guess I'm not gonna talk about everything. Sean's crown with spotlighting highs and gonna do a few lows. Um, like I said, '95, Shawn Michaels took on Ray Ramon in a rematch of the, for the Larry match, and he won in kind of championship. Yeah, yada yada yada. But let, let, I, I really want to get into Shawn Michaels won WrestleMania in 1996, Royal Rumble in 1996, which set up his big iconic. Iron Man match against Bret the Hitman Hart for the WWF Championship. Bret Hart was on a, had some things going on his own career, you know, with 
how horrible things have opened up things were with him being champion because the people like Hulk Hogan didn't want to get away but thank God by the time he was gone but um yeah uh <laughs> Uh, but this this talk about this big match, man. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man match. Sixty freaking minutes, and they wrestled for nobody getting a pinfall or submission. So they had gone a sudden death, and that's when the boyhood dream <sighs> happened. Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania twelve, he defeated Bret freaking Hart. To become champion. Now, 1996 was a crazy thing because Shawn Michaels was champion. He was on top and he had his boys to click with him. You know, one, two, three kids. Hunter Hurst Hemsley was there. Razor Ramon and Diesel. They were all boys, you know, to click. They got a lot of chaos in the bag because they was pretty much known for being in Vince's ear to get the scrub, the shrubs, you know, to push and get this and that and get title matches. And they kind of cause other people not to get pushed and they'll get kind of pushed to the back or be taken lost. So, the infamous curtain call isn't happen because Razor Ramon and Diesel's leaving to go in WCW for quote unquote more money. And so at a live event in Madison Square Gardens after that match, you know, they broke kayfabe. And you know, two of them were baby faces, two of them. I think Sean and Razor was baby faces, and Hunter Hurst Hemsley and Diesel were heels. But after the match, they was all around together, hugging it out, breaking kayfabe. Not supposed to do that, guys, no matter live event or on TV or not. You don't break K-Fabe, so Vince couldn't do nothing to Razor and Diesel because they're leaving and Sean's the champ, so I mean, what you gonna do to your champ? Nothing. So Triple H, instead of him in King Ring for hanging out with Sean and doing something with Sean, that man got slaughtered out for like a year. In 96. That's why we got Stone Cold's awesome 316 promo. But anyway, this is about my main man, Sean Michaels. HBK. Michael Sean Hickenbottom. That's that Sean Michael's real name. His name is Michael Sean Hickenbottom. Something like that, y'all. Anyway. But this came in a rough time. Sean Michael was champion in a rough time because um WCW was kicking up and kicking ass. Because that's pretty much 1996 was the year that Hulk Hogan turned heel. Hall and Nash, aka Razor and Diesel, was over in WCW and the Razor was coming up because the NWO was there and it was kicking WCW's ass. And Sean's the champ. There's a lot of pressure. Like, you the champ. You leading our show. You leading the, the, the herd, the locker room. So you got to be A1. But, I mean, <laughs> with the product pushed out and kind of putting out cartoonish gimmicks against something that's live and they're taped, I mean, come on, it's hard to compete with. So, yeah, Sean was champion of the year, but it's a rough time to be champ when your competition's kicking your ass. It plays on you. It makes you worry, kind of down you. But, man. Shawn Michaels will lose the WWF Championship after having some great matches. He had great matches against Mankind, Vader, you know, just name a couple guys. Uh, he lost the title in, to Psycho C in 1993 at Survivor Series. What is it with Shawn Michaels' Survivor Series in the 90s? It just, things happen. You know what I mean? So, anyway, yeah, man, they um he lost, but he got it back uh, two months later in Royal Rumble. In his hometown of San Antonio, but shortly after, Shawn Michaels dropped the belt. Talking about he lost his smile, knee injury, and all that. Oh, man. But what happened was, I, Shawn Michaels was supposed to drop the title to Brett at WrestleMania 13. 
But look at the, the issues they had, Sean, once again, faint injury, fake the injury, say, hey, I'm not going to pretty much for it. He don't want to drop the title to somebody. And back in the day, Shawn Michaels a prick. If he didn't want to drop the title to somebody or he didn't want to do a favor, he would fake an injury or he just wouldn't do it. And Vince would pretty much let him get away with it. That's just like how um, Shane Douglas, when he, Sean was supposed to, you know, do something for him. Dropped the intercontinental title to him. He faked the injury and just handed the belt over. Later, and next thing you know, Razor Ramon and him comes champion. So, yeah. That's what happened. Uh, so, what happened was in February, um, Sean suffered a knee injury that he thought would put him out of action for so long. He informed Vince of the decision to take time off and more likely. Undergo surgery for the injury. Yeah, right. So February 13, 1997, Shawn Michaels handed the other championship over. He claimed he lost his smile and told the fans, uh, he'd be watching at home. Bret Hart knew that was a number of pussy for the injury. And this was the time when Bret Hart was really starting to transform to a heel. I remember he used to go off on Shawn Michaels, you and your pussyfoot injury, you pretty boy. You know, all those other things, you know. And it was, I'm a Sean Michael fan, but, you know, I, I can remember as a kid, time, time, seeing Sean, he must be injured, like running around, dancing, jumping, and speeching, musicing people, or, you know, super kicking people before he just got back into the ring. And he, like, didn't, he, like, he timed, like, okay, I'm not going to get back in the ring until, like, a little time after WrestleMania's passed. Now I'm going to get back in the ring and start back competing. And he kind of had a different attitude. It was more of a hillish, a-hole I know my a-hole, I know I'm a good attitude. It was really starting to show. Because he didn't want to drop the belt to Brett. That's why we ended up getting um Stone Cold and, and um uh, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. And shows on commentary. And Bret Hart said it pussy with injury. So yeah. So, Shawn Michaels, he got back in ring injury in 1997, competing on a full-time basis, and then he won the European Championship later on down the line. Against, he won it against, you know, the British Bulldog in the British Bulldog's backyard and Brady and all that. But then let's roll on around. October, bad blood. Because black, this match happened in bad blood. The Hill and Cell match between Shawn Michaels and Andre happened because Shawn Michaels Cost on taking the championship to Bret Hart at SummerSlam, where Shawn Michaels hit on taking him with a chair. But you know he tried to get Bret, but Bret ducked. And with Shawn being a ref, he can't on take a shoulders three. And he was started talking smack and all this yada 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 about the Undertaker. Undertaker on the bench, and but Shawn was always running, getting away. So it led to a Hell in a Cell match, possibly even to this day, one of the greatest Hell in a Cell matches, if not the best or the greatest. It's definitely one of. The greatest hell in the cell matches. So, yeah, and, that, and this match even had to Kane make his debut. But this hell in the cell match, Shawn Michaels, he put on an ass whooping clinic. He had a good match, but you can tell some of his demons were showing. Like when the camera guy got in his way, he once again snapped and quote unquote tacked the referee. I don't know if it was part of the storyline or where he just really took it too far. I hope he was just part of the show. I really hate for Shawn like this, like snap. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because he was on drugs and pills and alcohol problems. So, yeah, this, this, 
And when pretty much whoever won this match would get a shot at Bret Hart at Survivor Series. This is where things get um pick up for Sean's career. And I'm not even really done with it because this is the first half of his career. So Montreal screw job. Bret Hart's leaving the company because Ben doesn't can't honor his contract any longer. And Bret's going to WCW. But he's a WWE champion. And Bret Hart was like, hey, I'm not dropping the belt to Sean because Sean wouldn't do the same to me. He wouldn't show me the same respect. So I'm not going to do him no favors. So they had to come away to get the title off Brett because Vince didn't trust Brett to drop the title next time like he said he would. He was like, man, he may probably pull a, a, um, a Lundra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa, and go to my competition the next night on live TV with my championship. That wouldn't be cool. So he didn't trust it. So um, they came with the Montreal screw job um, where they, sold, they said where Shawn Michaels would Lock it when Shawn Michaels would put lock the sharpshooter on Bret Hart. Vince would make the referee sign for the bells. Bret tapped out. Now, some people are like, Oh, he lost the title on his way out. Okay, what do you do? But it was in his hometown. I mean, it's one thing to screw somebody in a match, but to screw them in a hometown, their own backyard, in front of their wife and kids and family and friends. That sucks, man. That sucks. But Shawn, once again, is champion. But he didn't have much time to celebrate because a couple months later he had a casket match at the Royal Rumble with The Undertaker and where he ended up getting a serious back injury where he, he pretty much was like, his time was out. His time was running out of his career. And, you know, if you go back and watch, Sean really didn't compete at the Royal Rumble that much. I mean, he had one or two, but you really didn't see him competing. Like between January all the way to March 29th, when he, you know, took on uh, Stone Cold for the title. It was rumored that Sean wasn't going to do the job for Stone Cold. They say it's rumored that Undertaker had his hands taped up that he was going to kick Sean's ass if he didn't do the right thing. But Undertaker said he didn't have his hands taped up. That, you know, not all that's true. He probably would have kicked Sean's ass, but he was, like, standing right there real like he did the right thing. But Sean um, lost to Stone Cold. That was his last match. Like four years, over four years, because he had a back injury where he had to retire. And why in time while he would was down and retire, you know, he'll come back every now and then and be the commissioner and do this and that and make the appearances. But while he was after that kind of stick kind of went away. Um you saw because he got married, had a son, found God, got in church. Drug free, alcohol free. He just got better. He was like, hey. And then he came back in 2002, but as the leader do, 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 uh, of the NWO, this NWO version of NWO didn't last long because Hulk Hogan turned babyface and Hall got fired for, you know, alcohol reasons, public toxication, intoxication. Yeah, he got fired because he was all weird out and drugged out and all alcohol and got fired. So they didn't know how to put Big Show, X-Pac, Booger T, Big Show, along with Kevin Nash. They kicked Booger T out the group. And then it's the Vince McMahon dismantled the whole group faction. So they left Sean like, okay, Sean, what you going to do? What can Sean do? So what happened was, Shawn Michaels was able to talk Vince, talk Triple H, 
to staying on Raw because by this time Raw SmackDown was split up. Well, you know, and so yeah, and they had the general manager. Uh, Eric Bischoff was on Raw, and Stephanie was on SmackDown. But Triple H was stayed on Raw, and Triple H like, hey, Sean, want to be my manager? You know, you don't wrestle. And Sean was like, no, nah, I'm not going to be no manager. I'm not a manager, man. I'm going to go out there and do what we used to back in the 90s. Triple H turned on the boy, pedigreed him, which led to Shawn Michaels making an in-ring return at SummerSlam 2002. And Shawn Michaels showed that he still had it, still got it. And, you know, I told my wife this, and I tell anybody, and if you're a wrestling fan, you know this, that when real-life best friends become on screen rivalries and have a feud, they put on the best, some of the best matches because they're best friends and they know each other and they trust each other to go out there. Hey man, let's put on this show like they never seen before. Let's kick each other's ass like nobody's never kicked each other's asses before. Um, so and I tell my wife that because you go back and watch Shawn Michaels Triple H matches, some of the best matches they had against each other was great because they trust us. You go back and watch Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Or Johnny Gargano and 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 Tommaso Ciampa or um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Becky Lynch, not Becky Lynch, but um Sasha Banks and and Bailey, real life best friends. You know they go out there and have a match like, hey, dude, I trust you. Do what you're gonna do. Do your thing. And that's what happened in this match. And you know Triple H was kicking Sean's ass in this match. You can still watch and tell it. Oh, he was doing stuff where like, okay, I know how to. Drop him on a certain spot where he won't really hurt him, or you know, won't in, take a chance of injuring him or paralyzing him. They took care of each other, but you know, they kicked each other's asses. But still, Sean won the match. It was one match when one match turned into <laughs> an eight year wrestling career because Sean Michaels, they had one match at SummerSlam turned into a first ever Elimination Chamber match. And by the way, the Hell in Cell match for him on was the first. Hell in a Cell match ever. Then Shawn Michaels went on to have the first and win the first ever Elimination Chamber match at Survivor Series 2002. Something with Shawn Michaels and Survivor Series. And where he just makes a big mark. Maybe you thought I'd call him Mr. Survivor Series. I don't know. But yeah, he won that title. And then, but he loses a month later back to Triple H. But he's gone on saying that when he won that title, this time right, it felt different. It felt good. He didn't feel so much pressure and anxiety and everything. Just like hell, he could live in the live in the moment of being champion. And I enjoyed that. And I was happy for him. Whew, man, I was happy for Sean. I'm not gonna even lie. Um, but anyway. Shawn Michaels, like I said, that one match SummerSlam was supposed to be one match and done. But it turned to eight years where he went on to just have great matches. Win or lose, Shawn Michaels. I said like Shawn Michaels' second wrestling run was better than his first. I feel like he put on better matches. And then when he, most of his matches weren't even about the title. He put on some great matches. The reason he became Mr. Wrestle Freaking Mania. Um... Because he matched his head against people. Um, his first WrestleMania bag at WrestleMania 19, where he took on Chris Jericho. Who, Chris Jericho was like, Shawn Michaels, my idol. And they had such a great match. Shawn got the victory. That was a great one. Oh, he took on Vince McMahon. I mean, it was a good street fight. Shawn Michaels won that. Um, WrestleMania 20, where we're not, we're not supposed to mention or make say aloud. 
Um, but with his triple threat match for the World Heavyweight title with Triple H defending the World Heavyweight title against Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit, one of the best triple threat matches for a world title in WrestleMania history. Oh my gosh, all three of those guys, they just they were great in the ring. They played on their strengths well and their weakness well. Um, Shawn Michaels match, which is by far one of my favorite matches, WrestleMania 21 with him and Kurt Angle put one hell of a match. And the reason I say the hell match because it had nothing to do with titles or championship or contender or anything. It was just two guys going out there to prove who's the better man. And like I said, Shawn Michaels at this point in his career, he could lose a match and he still had one of the best performances of the night because Kurt Angle won and he tapped him out. And this is the point in Shawn Michaels' career, like, hey, I. I'm that damn good where I could lose and put somebody over and it still don't hurt my career at all. But I'm still the man. And he proved it. Like, he lost to Kurt Angle. But people still like, Sean's still the greatest. Sean, Mr. WrestleMania. And that's pretty much where that prompt that it came from. Mr. WrestleMania, Jimmy came from. During that feud with um, Kurt Angle, man. He, he, gosh. And like I said, he took on Mr. McMahon in the match. Um, His match with John Cena. Another match where he lost, but still a good match. A pretty good match. I'm not a John Cena fan, but John Cena, he held his own against Sean. And he really needed that match to prove that he is a top talent. That he's a top champion. That he's worthy of being the champion. He's worthy of being the face that runs the place. And Sean Michaels went out there and was like, hey, man, let's get out here and do this. And Sean pretty much helped him lead him through that match and talked him through it. You know, John got to do it, but it was cool. And, you know, we got to see Sean take on some of the young talents. You know, he, Edge, Chris Jericho, Chris Wall, Randy Orton, oh, my gosh, on and on and on. We even saw, you know, he had a great uh, rivalry with Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho came full heel and cut his hair and talking slow and saying big words and wearing suits and so many matches. Um, but, oh, my gosh, I just, it, and Shawn Michaels. By far one of the greatest. And it's like every time you think he's been winning a title, he didn't he would lose and he'll put somebody over. But oh my, but his his WrestleMania matches that he had against Ric Flair to end Ric Flair's career. So we always say career tiring in career. Ah this was like student getting tight on the take on the teacher. Show him I could take on his idol. Wow. WrestleMania 24, 2008. Uh, it was like a 20-minute match. Good 20 minutes where Flair held his own against Sean, but when it came down to it, Sean had to go ahead and hit him with the, I'm sorry, I love you. Bam! Sweet chin music. One, two, three. Well, we got to see a young Charlotte Flair in the crowd, guys. Yeah, crying her eyes after her dad retiring. But like the Umpteen times for the first time, or umpteen times. So yeah, Shawn Michaels. I mean, that's that was a big match. I mean, we Shawn Michaels has many good matches. I mean, he before that we saw him reunite with DX. I can't believe that didn't come up, but yeah, he reunited with Triple H and Do the X in two thousand six, feuding with the McMahon's and the Spear Squad and Raid RKO with Edge and Randy Orton. Before Triple H got injured, injured. I mean, we, he took on he had a great hell in the cell match for Triple H in two thousand four. I'm forgetting so many things because there's so much on Sean has done in his career. It's hard to just remember. But Shawn Michaels put on some of the hell in the cell match. That's that, that goes back to what I was saying about best friends take fighting in the ring. 
Sean Marcus and Triple H had a long hill in the cell match, but it was so damn good and bloody. Man. They did everything in that match, but Triple H got the win because he needed that win. Sean didn't need these wins. When Sean lost a match, it was because somebody else needed it more. I mean, think about it. When he lost Triple H in that hill in the cell match, Triple H needs to prove that I am that damn good that I beat the great Shawn Michaels. Kurt Angle needed that win against Shawn Michaels because hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming up and Shawn's been here and done it. Shawn's great. He shows his performance work because, but it was supposed to lead to Kurt Angle getting something going on with Batista, but it didn't happen. When he would lose to Randy Orton coming up being world champion because Randy Orton needed it, or John Cena, John Cena needed that. Shawn knew when to lose and when to win. And he knew me being world champion. I don't need to be world champion. These guys need to be world champion. This is your future. I'm just here to better the future. And that's how I respect about Shawn Michaels' second run. There to make the future better. <sighs> now, Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 25 and WrestleMania 26. Arguably two of the best WrestleMania matches. Ever, I go back and forth. I really more favor WrestleMania 25 than 26. I guess because that's 26 with Shawn Michaels' retirement match. <laughs> it's supposed to be in. Um, shucks. Classics. Instant classic. WrestleMania 25, instant classic, man. You didn't know who was going to win. It was heaven versus hell. I'm taking told Shawn, you're going to find that it's hell trying to get into heaven. <laughs> and that's so true. But these guys, man, before this, you can't really recall a time I'm taking beat Shawn Michaels in a one-on-one -on -one match. And you think about the hell in the cell, Shawn won. Cash match, Shawn won. Any really other match, singles match they had, Shawn won. But Shawn came close, but he made one mistake, and then he lost. I'm taking one on, and Shawn went MIA, and then for a while, then Triple H was having issues with um, legacy members, Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes. So Sean had to come back. And he did. And Sean came back to help take on, help Triple H out, team up again one last time for DX, and they finally won the tag titles together. But then it was at the uh, Slammy Award for Match of the Year. Sean just like snapped on a promo like he won another chance at Undertaker. He caught Undertaker out and he kept challenging Undertaker. I'm taking tell him no, dude. I ain't got nothing to prove. You got nothing to prove, dude. You lost. Get over it. It's okay. It happens. So Sean, like, I'm doing whatever it takes to get into this match. So he lost. He tried to get in the Royal Rumble. He lost the Royal Rumble. So like, damn, I got what I do. He didn't win his qualifying match to be in Elimination Chamber on SmackDown. So what did he do? He cost the Undertaker the World Heavyweight Title <laughs> in Elimination Chamber to Chris Jericho. Just the Undertaker to say, "Okay," but Undertaker said, "I put my streak online if you put your career." And he told Undertaker, "If I can't beat you, I don't have a career. You're on." Bing. Another instant classic. Shawn Michaels lost to the Undertaker though. That sucked. I mean, his career's over. Hmm. Yep, lost. And Shawn Michaels, over. Shawn Michaels, he wanted to go out that way. He wanted to, you know, just old school tradition. Like, I ain't way out, man. You put somebody over. Anyway, Undertaker didn't need it, but he put Undertaker over. Like, I ain't in Shawn Michaels' career. I'm the man now. 
the end of Shawn Michaels' career. Just like Shawn Michaels' command, Henry Flair's career. But Shawn wants to go out on, in a way where he can still know, like, hey, I'm still good. I'm not crippled or handicapped or hurt or anything like that. Well, I'm still good in tech, going on my own terms. I know I can't do it like I used to. So, yep, that's what happened. Oh, man. And then a year later, Shawn Michaels got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mr. WrestleMania became Mr. Hall of Fame. And at this point, he did make a mistake. And, you know, um, he um before we get into that crap, um, and then he was the referee in the Triple H on Texas Hell in the Cell match at WrestleMania 28, end of an era. Yeah, that was a great Hell in the Cell match because at that point, Undertaker and Triple H name was synonymous with Hell in the Cell because most of the Hell in the Cell matches, then you either saw Undertaker or Triple H in it. Mm-hmm. And Triple H was Shawn Michaels' referee, and he caught down the middle as much as he could, you know. They both put their hands on him, but you know, it is what it is. Excuse me. Oh, man. Shawn Michaels retired, and, you know, overcame his demons, became a good Christian man, a father, loving father, and a, a caring father, and a loving husband. And now he's um he made a mistake, you know, for the money, came out of retirement from one master team with Sean, Triple H do a DX versus Brother Destruction, and he admit that he regret doing it. I regret him doing it. I regret him seeing I regret seeing it. That's that was horrible. Oh man. Oh my gosh. That was horrible. But now Sean Michael, he's giving back, you know, he's an NXT helping a younger talent come up and work with the younger talent here and there and which giving back and helping, you know, make it a better locker room and everything else. Um, Shawn Michaels, guys, one of my all-time favorites, Mr. WrestleMania. Anyway, guys, this is um Super Wrestler Spotlight, Shawn Michaels. This is your main man, Kel Brazy. Be looking out for more wrestling spotlights leading up to WrestleMania. Doing some more videos dedicated to WrestleMania. Um, this is Kale's World. It's a loving place. It's a fun place. It's a happy place. This is your main man, Kale Breezy, guys. Remember, you can find me on all podcasting platforms. You can find me on social media platforms on Facebook. Um, Markel, Kale Breezy Brown. Instagram, I underscore am underscore Kale underscore Breezy. Or on my wrestling rants, Instagram, wrestling underscore rants underscore 901. Um, you can find me on Snapchat, Kale Breezy or Kale Be Awesome, whichever one you can find me on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm all over Twitter, WMD, what Markel doing, or is Kale Breezy, it's something, I think it's Kale Breezy, 84, something like that. Um, you know, Kale's World, I'm on YouTube, Wrestling Ranch 901, Kale's World, so guys, I'm all over. Hit me up in my email address, Kale, period, B period awesome at gmail.com. If you ever want to chop it up about anything or you want to be a guest on a podcast, we can talk about pretty much almost anything that you can think of. Uh, not about football and other sports, really. I'm not big on knowledge on those things. I'm very limited on knowledge of other sports. But when in wrestling and horror movies and Dragon Ball Z, or movies, period, then I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about movies. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, my man, Kel Breezy. Kel's World, happy place, fun place, it's a loving place. My man, Kel Breezy, and I am out of here.